We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Myself medicating at the point of breaking. I'm getting quiet, my man. I got plans to cop land away. You're laying the hot sand. Call me from the west side. I was in this Cadillac. Hundred pounds of cushion. Memories of Hennessy. Enemies I'm trying to fight. My life goes better with the mushrooms I seem like I'm in a bit of mood when I'm on the mushrooms Roaches in my toast are so gross, you wanna throw up Motherfucker, I'm a bomb, Lord, I'm telling you You hear what I'm saying, I hope these fuckers know The doctor's telling me I may be mad, baby 69 ways to die, choose one, you turn blood, nigga, this love What are you most surprised about with the contest so far? Uh, to be honest, everybody's visuals on how in-depth people got with it. Like, you know, it, they caught on real fast. And uh, to me, man, like I said, it's it, the, the music is cool, the audio there, man. But when you got visuals, bro, it's, it, it just takes it up a notch, man. And to see people, the way people, uh, their concepts, the way they wanted to push the track. Um, it was it was nice to see. It was nice to see that there's different people out there. You know, right? Yeah, no, it's good. I've been like I said, I've been seeing. Uh, there's been there's been a a cornucopia of different stuff. I know just in mine, I wanted to do a different type of video each time. My thing part part of this for me, and I gotta say thank you for to you and to Will for even holding something like this. Is it put a creative spark in my shit I hadn't had in a hot minute? <laughs> Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So it made sense for me to to try to flex as much as possible on the different types of videos and stuff and just show other people. I mean, I've been telling people on my show, it cost me zero fucking dollars outside of my outside of my entry fee to, to do what I did. Like as long as, you know, you, you got to sit in front of the computer and do it. But it cost me zero dollars. Did, did you see the, the, the clip video I put together? Which one? The one I just put out this morning for smoking. Smoke. Haven't seen smoking yet. So I, I took I took existing footage from your videos, existing footage from Intrinsics videos, and kind of with some pictures of shit. Like I actually pulled a picture of the marquee to put that in there, so motherfuckers and I, and I, knew what I, you were talking got, about. And I got the text, and I understand. <coughs> it's, it's, honestly, man, the marquee is probably one of the the ones that do it every they're so uh wishy-washy with allowing us to smoke and not allowing us to smoke and i get it man when you got heavy you know uh police patrolmen uh, patrolling around and whatnot you definitely just you don't want to have it there but at the same time especially now that it's 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 more um accepted i feel like they should at least provide a, a designated area oh yeah no a lot of places that we have in massachusetts now started saying okay this is the designated pot area it's away from the restaurant kind of shit you know what i mean or we do yeah. have the indoor clubs now like we have a couple of clubs where well one in rhode island's been open for five years we've done a bunch of shows there we can't serve liquor but you can burn so it's, so there's something is there something in that you can't have both of them together yeah you just can't have both together because it's like a drug and like you can't certain places 
you can't have full nude and booze. Maybe you're familiar with that kind of a mixture. Yeah. Okay, okay. it's the same sort of thing. You can't have booze and cannabis. Yeah, okay, wow. So it fits wow. under that, like, you can't have full nude with booze, so we can have a juice bar that that has a dab bar with it. That's that give and take. That's that give and take when you go to legalize in and, you know, don't know where it's actually, what side of the fence is going to fall on. I didn't even bother introducing you because I think people know who you are for, but for those who may be confused as to the man sitting in the very festively decorated space with the, the Pennywise pillow i see in the background you may see him on one of his multitude of facebook lives i'm talking to dynasty the mexican thuggalo general of the respect that wicked underground movement rtw and he uh, yeah. is the host and contest maestro of the current ugh 69 four track battle fucking royal that is ongoing it's currently taking place whether or not you see these these fights going on but there are a a bunch of tracks out there right now uh in support of this contest uh, i'm sure if you search that ugh 69 hashtag or uh you visit dynasty's page or the underground hustling page you'd be able to put your ears on some of those like i said i entered I, I see the list that's on the website's got to have at least 25 names on it. Am I close to that? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe even a little more about now. But there is still fucking time. There's a week left. Tracks are due by next Sunday, September 15th, for consideration into this contest. And uh, we talked about it before. You were actually, you're one of my quickest repeat guests. Because you were just yeah. here about six weeks ago when you were getting ready to kick this thing off. You were talking about the guest features because there's four tracks, each of those tracks containing an amazing guest feature. Uh, you were talking about some of the secrecy involved in what was going to be getting out there. And then as things have gotten released, we, lo we know a lot more now. Um, that yeah. first track featured hardcore underground legends motherfucking scum and the psycho himself insane motherfucking poetry triple mfd make my motherfucking day content contest participants received full rights to that track with the full feature on it which that was fucking awesome to me and worth the 25 dollar entry fee right off rip where else are you going to get both those mcs on a track on something you can release for 25 motherfucking dollars you, you, you ain't going to get it nowhere. You ain't going to get it nowhere but UGH. So that by itself, like, I, I have to implore you, if, if you're on the fence at all, that by itself should be enough for you, especially if you're a fan of Scum, if you're a, a fan of that LSP movement, which I know a lot of aspiring MCs are, they embody yeah. that DIY spirit. That that was great. That was, that was potatoes and, and a little bit of gravy. You feel me? Second yeah, yeah. track. I get a second track to my inbox. All these tracks feature the homie Dynasty as the maestro. He brings a different energy, fresh raps, and, and fucking dope shit to each and every one of yep. these. But that first track, like I said, Triple MFD, that second track, it's got Daniel, uh, Daniel, I almost said Danielle, Daniel Jordan, DJ Daniel Jordan. Ghost on it, and then Intrinsic on the hook as a placeholder for East side hose and motherfucking money hey what esham in this motherfucker that? that song was that? called hope i did that like you did that 
That was dope. So <laughs> contest participants in that case got a amended track that instead of Esham on the hook has a version with in, uh, Intrinsic on the hook as kind of like a placeholder. The track is still dope. You still get the rights to release it whether or not you get picked for the full version. So the, but but Isham, who's got Isham features besides yeah. besides Daniel Jordan? Who's got Isham features? You know what I'm saying? These opportunities. Yeah, these are these. Th th this is not a dime a dozen situation with these. That third track, I get it in my inbox. It's somebody people may not be aware of yet, but I think they're most certainly gonna end up aware of if this contest is any uh, indication. His name is HGM Molly, and uh. He's close to you, not just as an artist, but as a family oh, man, member, correct? This is my, this is my son. It's actually uh, my, my one of my middle childs. Uh, definitely, though, man, uh, he's been a supporter of the music since he was a young one, uh, repping the face paint, mimicking every move that I made. And we kind of knew it was coming, but uh, the fact that he chose it and he wants to, he, she's choosing it as a career move. You know, I'm taking it serious. Uh, people didn't take me serious when I was his age saying, I'm going to do this for reals. Uh, but I was serious. And look at me, you know, 17 plus years later, I'm here doing it, yo. So like this cat, uh, he's on his, he's, he's about to blow up in the essence of what I can do for him. Now, if he can take it and he can handle what, you know, the industry has to offer, it's totally up to him. It's called yeah. abuse. Get used to it. It's called abuse. The industry abuse. But let me tell you, man, his bars are crisp, it's fresh, it's nice to see you bringing, you know, youngins up, and you talk about that Me Too coming up. I didn't have anybody in my life that was even involved in this, because when we were youngsters, and I hate to date either one of us as far as age out there, but I'll say, if I was to try to get into it as a teenager, I would have been trying to record the reel-to-reel, and that wouldn't have worked, or tape. For example, digital was a new thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's great now that the upcoming generation has people who took that DIY approach, grabbed the game by the motherfucking haunches, and really did it themselves to teach them. You, there are no gatekeepers anymore, which is fucking great. So after that track, which I get, I'm actually in the studio on that one on Monday. Nice, nice, nice. I get a fourth track. And the fourth track is shrouded in secrecy and mystery and fable and just uh, someone keeps going till the end that that was the game yes yeah, someone the feature on that one is a certain someone who is one of the original og members of legendary now defunct underground quintet I'm talking about motherfucking Dark Lotus. Lotus. So, yeah. to some degree, I think that announcement went under the radar because you guys have a lot of business going on at UGH. So, I think maybe some people thought, well, look, they've got Blaze in the studio with Intrinsic right around the time yeah, yeah. Of, that, of that announcement. Uh, yeah. We know that... Will has worked with numerous underground luminaries and has access to those people. So any of the five yes. could potentially be who this feature is. But once again, the track that the contest recipients participants received contained an intrinsic 
performed placeholder. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. we played it on we played it a couple of times on my show a couple nights ago. All right. And and before I even got in the studio and did my part, and we kind of went through, and I was like, I think it's pretty easy to tell who it is. And on top of that, I think potentially your first two lyrics on your verse, which is fucking great, and it's yeah. a great arc of almost a storyline that, that fits into all. Will said he didn't know what the fuck the song was about. Yeah, It's about violence and weed. And and, yeah. and and how one can prevent and or increase the other. It's, it's what happens. And it's real it's real life. Man. It's super real life. I that that's why I had no problem with that track. Let me tell you, that shit that shit hit me in the chest. But I really think that at least some of my viewers have figured out who it is. Right on. When are you gonna be making the announcement for who that last feature is? Okay, so the deadline that we got is the fifteenth. And that's September this month, the fifteenth. So y'all, like we were saying, you got about a week. And once we're done and completed, we will unveil the winner through the video and you know through other formats. So definitely, you got to just stay tuned to actually see who it is because the winner will be placed with the actual. Mystery. Oh, so so the announcements of the winners and the mystery fourth feature, or which I've heard some rumblings through some grapevines. There may be more than one surprise on smoking. People, uh, people are showing out. Yes. People most certainly are. I believe to some regards a little bit of history is about to be made. And I, I don't I don't use that term loosely. I don't blow smoke like saying history, but it's entirely possible that for your $25 entry fee. Into the UGH 69, 16, hot 16 contest. What did you end up calling it? Have you, is, uh, is there a you know, name? Just, basically just the UGH uh, volume 69 contest with an S because there's a multitude of them. So oh, all right. Yeah, there. Okay, there we go. Which are available at UGH contest with an S dot big cartel dot com. There's a nice little pull down menu. There's a nice little blurb explains to you everything as far as, you know, what rights below, you know, what, what you're doing, what you're submitting for, what other products are available to help you recoup that $25. Because let me tell you, I'm sure a triple MFD feature, you put that bitch up on Spotify, you know how to tag it right. You give it six months, you're going to make your $25 back. That's the plan, right? Uh, and if you excel and you get placed on one of these other tracks, like this Esham or this super duper mystery fucking historical track fe featuring Dynasty, the Mexican Thuggalo, a, a yet to be named winner, and at least one yet to be named Dark Lotus member, your stock gonna go up at least twenty five bucks, bro. Your stock gonna go up at least twenty five bucks. I I ain't rapped in six years. I ain't rapped in six years. I put out that first video. I got four feature requests, which more than took care of, you know, any kind of entry fee. So, and as you said, the game plan, that's the game plan. I'm, I've been looking at it, and I hope others have been looking at it as well. I, I come from a place of, like, the Team Backpack Cypher tryout. And you had those people, they put all their eggs in that basket. And it was like, oh, I'm trying out, and it better work. And I'm going to go broke, do, all right, cool, you're going to do that. If it don't work, or what happened in Team Backpack went away and everybody they backed kind of fucking ended up not mattering in the grand scheme of things, 
what do you got left? Now, the way I used my Team Backpack experience was not just to showcase myself to Team Backpack, but to showcase myself to other artists, to media outlets, and to fans, and not just my own fans. One of my favorite parts of this is I'm sure you have a fan base, a lot of people local to Arizona because of your broadcasting and those big events you do, which we're going to talk about the fact you're opening for the biggest fucking pop star of all time in a couple of fucking weeks. We're going to talk about that later. But I know that by doing the track with you, tagging you properly on my social media, tagging my video properly so it shows up in the recommendeds and in the auto playlists on YouTube after your stuff. Yeah. I know that I'm going to get some fresh eyes who may not have been familiar with me or my podcast or whatever. And then as you know, I'm peppering those videos with my own promotional shit. <laughs> and that's, and like, once again, that's the plan. You took full advantage, man. When I watched the videos that I did catch, I was like, this man is, is smart. Look at him throwing all his links and telling you to take a look at me everywhere I'm at. And, you know, some cats picked up on it, but you, you did the, you did the most family. Definitely. If uh, I didn't, uh, it would have been a waste of time. Like I, that was my thing. I was like, if I'm going to dedicate the time and dedicate the potential disappointment, because that's the other thing. One of the reasons I stopped rapping, um, my, my last major rap outing was a cypher video. Token was in that video with me. That video's got nearly 300,000 views. I don't live up to that. So, you know what I mean? So, that one of the reasons was I was putting myself around a lot of dudes who, who were very, very skilled. And I just didn't want to face the disappointment. But now it was like... Bro, I don't think that way, though. <laughs> oh, no. Now I know better. My thing was, if I can put out four verses in the span of two weeks, three weeks, which is what it ended up being... Um, yeah. And with the amount of scrutiny I'm under and the amount of shit people are wanting to talk, they're not talking shit, then all right, maybe I didn't do great, but at least I did all right. Like, you know what I mean? You at least shut them up enough where they're not talking talking to booty, man. And, you know, they might not be giving you props, but that's giving you props. Yeah. They they can't say nothing bad about it. Because typically everything I do gets negatives. Somebody said that to me. They were like, typically you get like a 60-40 fucking dislike to like ratio. The dislikes went down. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, but and what you were talking about earlier, man, and I do believe, I am a believer that um, you are not going to get better if you just continue. If you're, you know, you play, like I said, you play Halo or you play Fortnite, you play video games, uh, you know, at that aspect, and you're better than everyone, and you just keep playing the same people and over and over again. You really never up your skills because you're you're not even trying at that point. But if you're if you're performing and you're doing tracks with cats that you you feel that are on another level and you want to get to that that next level that's how you do it my man you know and 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 if you feel the scrutiny took you took it to heart because you thought it was real or you thought there was some merit there well then take a look at yourself and and correct that and it's possible and that's what we were talking about even earlier with intrinsic when you purchase on and you purchase the 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 entry that's cool but you can also purchase purchase a live reaction yeah which helps with the promo people getting new eyes on it exactly what i was talking about the mixing yeah you you know he's going to scrutinize every aspect of this and if if for 15 bucks you can eliminate that element of his scrutiny trust me i've been scrutinized you made me better, bro. Like seriously, like before we got to, you know, before we got to do this, I, I had did some more, some, some prior contests, and 
I felt like my music is good. I felt like I know what I like. But like I said, when you're trying to be on this next level, you have to have this sound. You have to have this delivery. You have to have this approach. You have to have it all. So with that being said, maybe I, this, this part where I lacked in my choruses, I, I wasn't there. And I got scrutinized. Will scrutinized me. And, you know, like I said, did I take it to heart? Yes, because I felt like maybe he was right. What could I what could I fix? Am I dropping too many syllables? Am I not delivering it right? What am I doing wrong? And I just paid attention and I listened. So the next opportunity I got, which was a chorus track, I felt like I killed it, man, because I tried harder. Mm -hmm. And that's that whole deal about being told if you're not doing something or if you're working around people and you're better than them, who's going to tell you you're messing up or you can be better? Yeah, no you know, doubt. That's gonna get it, bro. So yeah, nah, man. The gators, shit, the right? gator only gets as big as its environment. You can keep a gator in the tank and put that thing on a leash and have it be a size of a cat, or it can be in the Everglades eating other gators, and all of a sudden it's three hundred years old, eighteen yeah, feet long. Right. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> the the unstoppable killing machine. So yeah, you don't want to. Once you start feeling like you're the best around your 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 environment, then you definitely that's when you know you need to upgrade. They always say shit gets harder when you first level up. Yeah. Oh yeah. That so it's hard. It's hard all the time, bro. But you know, Nino Brown said, and he you know he grabs it from everywhere. But he just recently said, man, when the shit gets hard, bro, that's that's you. That is you leveling up, and it's gonna get hard all the time. But don't worry about that. That you're supposed to take that as that's when it's happening. You're getting stronger. You get stronger, and it sucks, man. Because I'm telling you, when you're there and you're at your last, you know, you're at your last, your last pump, bro. That's that's the workout. That's what you're going for. Just give it that one more. You're all, and you'll see what you what you retain from that, man. And def definitely, I feel like my music has improved. I feel like my life has improved because I've been taking that approach, you know, all around. So. Well, I know you. I know you just got back from Cabo. Speaking of speaking of life improvements, buying five dollar joints of Mexi off the street. My man. My man. Uh, <laughs> but I know you got something huge coming up, and uh, the the Sandbox Music Festival. Yes, yes that's sir. out there in AZ. Correct. What date is that? Uh, this is going down Sunday, September 29th. All right, and so you, that's yeah, that's a little over three weeks away. A little yeah, just about three weeks away. And yeah, you're joining a lineup that includes somebody who came out of nowhere last November and has yeah. since had the biggest pop song in recorded human history. And holding on to it, man, and holding on to it and killing the game, you know, so it's it's a huge honor to be able to even to be a participant in the event that this dude's doing and then to be in the same element as far as music and bless the same stage. That's that's pretty cool. I definitely expect for my fan base to uh, definitely jump. <laughs> it, it, he he draws, and if yeah. you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Little Nas X. I mean, everybody in music should know who we're talking about right now. And you can say what you want about him, but he hit every single measurable metric. One song with one song, he hit the kids, <laughs> he hit the old people, he hit the urban. He yep. hit the country. He, he, I, I never has a single rollout been so successful. I've never seen such a thing. So I'm excited for you to just get in front of that cross section of people because he's gonna draw out. It's yeah, it's gonna be half the nursing home, half the daycare, and then your urban, and then you know what I mean, like that. Ugh. Hey man, he he does he does what I like to say. Well, he rocks them from the cradle to the grave, bro. 
He, he, he killed it. Oh, and for no, and for a new kid, his stage show is pretty good. He was put with. I mean, his decision to partner himself with somebody like Billy Ray Cyrus, who say what you want about him as well, but he's got an amazing stage presence and has had longevity in the entertainment industry that yes, is kind of unfucking matched given the heights he reached in the nineties. So, like you know, it's nice to see like somebody like that who's new even having the. I would say it's the proper it's the proper combination for exactly what they were doing and 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 yes it it was it hit the mark because it was supposed to and it was designed to man and and look at what when you make good music and I was telling you about being on that level that's being on that level that's having the the right recipe that's dealing with the right people there is so much more to just music making than music making that cats don't understand even myself I'm still oh especially that. now. Especially yeah. now with with your the game the game yeah with your your empire distribution deals that that uh, you know those E one deals where people are fucking killing it with very label very little label influence or racking up of label bills typically the way you would you know what I'm saying straight yeah, if you if you can be smart and see into the future so to speak like like I talk about and you jump in on these new formats like the YouTube's when they're first getting out there. The, the Netflix and the and the Hulu's when they're taking in just everything and anything and you're prepared, you'll be surprised where you get yourself and you just got it's it's like buying it's like buying precious metals when you need to buy precious metals and buying bitcoins when you need to buy bitcoins. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. The game the game's constantly in flux. It's good to see people taking advantage of the ebbs and flows and trying to get ahead of the wave or or be the wave themselves. You've been you are another person who's on a wave like me where you're kind of wearing multiple hats as a musician and as a media broadcaster, we're seeing a super huge rise. Budden did it, said he's done for music, goes to media. Yeah. Uh, Crooked Eye, Crook's Corner, is is excelling as a media property and as a show, and he probably is done rapping because doing that's far less work. Well, they create an entity. They create an entity that's marketable, and it works, man. It looks like Nicki Minaj just announced her retirement from rap to devote more time to her radio show, Queen Radio. Yeah. So, I mean, the the writing is on the wall. Do you think that podcasting and podcasters can ever be as big as rappers um, at this see, point? I don't see why not, man. Uh, to be honest, I feel like it will have its peak and... You know, uh, it, it, people will retire, so to speak, but just like the cats that are retiring now, it just leaves them for a comeback album, a comeback approach uh, when they do it in the next five, ten years, when they're ready to make some more money or they spent, you know, a big chunk of what they have and they feel poor again. <laughs> See, uh, so, some people are saying it's like a, like a, what's the word he used? Like a rope-a-dope because, well, like when Budden announced his retirement and went to the podcast, he got out of his distribution deal. He still owed the label one record. They let him out of that. Yeah. Now it's been long enough to where if he tries to come back, I don't think he'll get sued. If he would have tried to come back right away. But it, it also opens up those those previously unavailable streams to some degree, from what I understand. Yeah, what, what I see from being on both sides of the fence is um, you know, you, you, there's, there's different elements in this. It's a different beast as much as it is, uh, you know, in your face and visuals and you get that from music videos. 
it's it's a different beast having on a label having these commitments to do and then there's a different commitment side for the media but to me i feel like it it maybe it's less stress on the cat there's a lot of stress that comes that does come with running you know being an artist and having to be everywhere you got to be at and being taken from you know when you everybody's goal i feel should at some point be to build a home a yeah home place you got your family your kids and you, you well, a lot of these cats get that, and they're still having to go out there and live that life. I feel like maybe they're not enjoying the now, and they're they're like, I got to get some of that, because really, that's the gift, man, the present. You know what I mean? That's yeah, everybody is jumping on this independent broadcast and shit. Even, like, I seen Conan O'Brien jump to it. Like, didn't jump, but like, oh, hey, I got a podcast now, too. It's like, bro, you you're on you've been on TV twenty five years, bro. Do you need to be encroaching on my encroachment of the podcast? Like, do you? What's trending? If it's trending, if yeah. if it's making money, tre sometimes trending shit don't make no money. True that, true that. I'll give you that. And if it's making money, if it does uh, make dollars, it makes sense. So. What do you got going on? For are you making moves to further contests already? And yeah. What can uh, you say, if anything? That is uh, volume <laughs> 70, UGH, uh, the UGH volume 70 contest. And that's really all I can say, that there will be one. Um, at least one. At least one. Okay. And, and we're going to definitely try to make it as, 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 as big as possible. Um, there might not be four. But, I mean, come on, man. I can't do that each time, y'all. Like, really, I, I went all out. Well, there's going to be, there's even more than four winners, too. That's the other thing people need to understand. So yes, what, what you're going to get is on that first track with Triple MFD, there is the main track that's going to come out, and then the homeboy Stir Crazy, who is one of my big homies right at the moment and doing a lot of work as part of this contest. He's one of the judges. He's doing a remix. So there's going to be other slots available for that remix that are going to get picked. <coughs> Excuse me. It's called, it's called Hustling. You know, each track, like I said, is a. I feel like it's a part of my identity. We got Hustling. Then you know, hope, you got the fly, and fly. smoking. I like the yeah. one word title thing too. That was kind of like I was like, all right. I was like, I'm digging that. The hope track, I dig the shit out of. You really like those Anno Domini beats? Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, man. So I had dealt with a lot of producers back in the day. I've even put producers on as far as like I was the guy who who had interest. I, I gave them money and was like, this man, just uh, here's your first beat. You sold it to me. And let's move forward. And these guys have become somebody, you know, real good. But uh, I felt like, you know, egos and it always seemed to come into play. Um, so when uh, one Thanksgiving, I, I was just kind of just Facebook doing it. And I was in here doing my own thing, man. And my buddy Taco, normally, he'll, 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 he'll shun me away from them things and be like, nah, bro, those things is like scams. Like, get away from those. And, and I came in and I was like, man, I'm going to go and get this. And I clicked his, his Thanksgiving Black Friday deal. And I went and I told my buddy, I was like, yo, man, I went and ordered this thing. He's like, man, you're a fool. He's like, you just lost $30. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like a, isn't it like a terabyte of beats in those packages? It and it's like, yeah. But it was so super dope because when I, when I put the first album, when I put the first folder in and I clicked on it, there was this sound that I was looking for because I wanted to make my, my comeback, my, you know, have that feel. And, and and it was I wanted it to be very anthem but very angelic and and and, oh, 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 and that feeling and 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 the first track I played was it the second two you know maybe every every two or three four tracks it was like that same feeling so like the dude really filled 
my my concept and what I was going for. Well, you know, I continue to purchase his 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 uh, Black, his Black Friday deals, and I even got uh, hooked into his inner circle, um, which you get more beats, man. So really, I got a stockpile of beats, and what that allowed me to do was to create my concept out for what I want to do with my myself, Dynasty the Mexican Thuggalo. I'm gonna start with uh, what we have is the face painted Al Pacino. You work your way into the Satanic Hispanic. You get yourself to your Mexican Thuggalo. And then we're going to end off with uh, the pursuit of wickedness. And then that's, that right there is going to be my story and my, my contribution to music. And if, and if at that point um, I create or do something else and there's more creativity there, cool. But everything else at that point will be uh, fresh and new, um, you know, something I'm doing with somebody else. And I don't know if I'll ever have that creativity flow like that. This that was my Fridays. Those are my those are that's my trilogy or, you know, there's four of them. So, you know, definitely that's my series, man. I'm de- and, and I'm ready to tell it. I've just been waiting for an audience. And really, that was my game plan, an audience. And I feel like I got one. Uh, we put out one video and I wanted to put out the next video. I wanted to put out the next video. But it felt like when you got an audience of, you know, your family members, and a couple of artists that know about you and a couple of fans. It's cool and all, you get a little response, but now, uh, you know, you, I start to get a lot more response. I'm definitely getting a lot more feedback. You said it yourself, more collaboration opportunities are coming my way. I'm putting, getting put in on more dope shows because of all the networking and hard work I'm doing. Cats are out there seeing it. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm enjoying it, man, taking it all in. and. Trying to take advantage of everything, really. Well, no, I mean, I see you working hard. It's not easy to be four tracks deep on the same project that's not even technically your project. You're just listed as the host. I know those yeah. hosting duties, they can uh, they can go yeah. from pretty involved to not involved at all. But, yo, I mean, I, I implore motherfuckers. Like, take advantage of the, of the contest that uh, Dynasty yeah. here has constructed because he's doing it with the artist in mind. I mean, if you look at this thing from soup to nuts, it's got you as the artist in mind. It's making it worth your $25 entry fee strictly off that first track. Whether you're a hardcore MC or not, Scum and Insane Poetry have a built-in fan base from the last 20 years of underground grind. So understand, right off rip for 25 bucks, you getting some of that access, all right? That second track, that second track, if you win, it's East Side Hoes and Money. That's right. You know what I'm it saying? It's a full-on contest track. Yeah, that's a full-on fucking contest deal. And, I mean, usually you got to do a bunch of DMT and travel through the spirit realm to book him for a show. So I don't know how hard it would be to get him for a feature, but it's not fucking easy. All right? That third track, you and your son, motherfuckers can get featured next to the, the, the current and the future. Of the RTW motherfucking family. And with that fourth track, I'm not overselling it <laughs> when I say Man. you have the opportunity to be part of underground history. History. Like, we- y'all gonna feel silly. Y'all going to feel silly if you don't take advantage. Y'all going to feel real fucking silly. Telling them you're going to kick yourself in the ass. I did it myself when this thing started, man, and I didn't get it. 
And I mean, thank you, my dude. And everybody out there should be thanking you because I know if I had access to be a part of the history that's about to be made, I might not be so apt to let anybody else in on that history. And, And that's what I mean when I say that you're doing this for these other artists. You really, on this one. I I always have, man. I always have, though, bro. If you know my history and you know who I really am to the core, I've always put other cats on. My label, when we first started, there was no horror core or wicked genre or entity here in Phoenix, Arizona. I put that together, man, with Head Hurts Music back in the day, and I put on over two dozen artists that some are still around. I put on cats that that are you know they're killing it here right now man they gave them their first shows you know so to me i feel like i've always tried to help out this contest and everything we're doing with ugh is just another extension another way for me to do it um i hope cats like i said catch on now and don't kick themselves in the ass and they can say man you know dynasty does what he says he's gonna do he dropped a dope ass contest he put some dope ass features on there it was worth my my 25 dollar entry and you know, like I said, and, and there's more to other. <coughs> you know, if you're a part, if you want to be a part of the compilation, because this compil this, this contest runs alongside of this, the compilation that I'm also hosting. So, and, and once you once again, you said hosting duties. I think I took in my hosting duties a step further because I try to put material out, if not every day, at least every week, on something on what's going down, the lowdown, uh, a video feature or something that's going on, who's doing what. Uh, details on how to do what we're doing right, letting you know that things are morphing from when we first started talking about it to where it's at right now. You say you go to the website, ughcontest.bigcartel.com. That wasn't there before, but now everything's kind of falling into place. So hopefully, like I said, these cats, they see what we have to offer and they take advantage, man. And they, and you know, if I get a thank you, those go a long way with me. And uh, hopefully, like I said, man, we can get it in. And if people, at this point, I know there's at least two YouTube versions of the Smoke and Track Out, Burt Blaze's version, which I enjoy. Yo, that's the other thing. I don't know about you, but I just became familiar with a bunch of MCs that I didn't know, strictly because they're competition. And to be honest, with the fact I got this, expect to see some of those people on this show going forward, competition or not. Because these dudes, these are the dudes clearly that are trying to take their futures into their own hands. You know what I mean? By partaking and participating in this contest. I think having the four tracks do that too. Because now you know you're, you're not just going up against one person. You know, you're really And they're all different styles. Let me tell you. They're all different styles. That first track's a real high energy, damn near like a chopper track to some degree. All right, that second one has more of a slow, melodic, thoughtful, I damn near say depressing feel to some regards, but that's what it's supposed to have. All right, that third that third joint is just dripping, just dripping. All right, and that fourth track makes me want to smoke a blunt and then punch my grandmother in the face. <laughs> hey, bro, hey, bro, we can do this. That's the highest praise I can give a fucking hardcore rap song nowadays is that shit makes me want to punch an old lady in the face. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm proud. I'm proud. Thank you very much. Yeah. But No, you should be proud, my dude. I'm excited. I'm excited to see people's reactions to the announcements, uh, their reactions to the project itself, because I think it's going to be solid all the way through. And uh, I want to I can't wait to see the video from you at the sandbox. 
I really hope you're gonna have some people doing the do, doing the damn content thing because that's gonna be uh, that's pretty that's pretty major, bro. That's pretty major, bro. I remember one of my homies opened for the Walmart kid, and people were giving him shit, and I was like, bro. Walmart kid gonna put fifteen thousand asses in seats at forty that forty bucks a pop. So uh, talk all the shit you want, but that's not a bad situation. Yeah, give me ten percent of those people, and I'll go ahead and take their sales, and I'll be content. Yeah, it's very it's that's exactly it's great. It's great. It's great. You anything else you want to tell these people? I assume you're gonna be back in about two weeks. Maybe right after the sandbox, we'll have you on to talk about the winners. And uh, I don't even, I, I'll, there's all, nothing but winners in this joint. Because even if you don't get placement, like we continue to say, you got four yeah. tracks where you got the rights to release them in the form and fashion you see fit. And who's to say where they take them? Exactly. What's the, we use little Nas X as an example. Who the hell knows where shit takes them? Yo, bro. Yo, bro. I got myself somewhere. You get yourself somewhere. I got my hustle on. Get your hustle on. <laughs> I'm get. I'm trying. I'm out here trying. I'm up till three in the morning scrapping together pieces of already existing videos with pictures of fucking Arizona fucking venues trying to make shit visually interesting and shit. I'm surprised, I'm surprised there's enough out there of me, man. Yo, you know what? It's not too bad. It wasn't. It, the the pickings weren't bad, and it kind of matches. Cause I got you talking about being in the lot and you're driving, like, like you know what I mean? Like it's not perfect, but yeah. one of my video cameos, uh, I'm in a Wu Tang Clan video for a song called Pearl Harbor, and the yeah. video's got like shit six million, seven million views. Well, nice. none of us filmed that video. That video is just existing clips of Wu videos from the past. And then of footage of my homie Sean Price. And that's how I ended up in this video was that I'm in one of his previous videos. But that shit has like 7 million views. So I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to do it that way. I was more worried about getting appropriate footage of uh, Intrinsic. But I think I actually matched it up fairly well. And I, I'm, as soon as we're done with this, I'm definitely... Yeah, please do. And then hit me up, man. Uh, that, that'd be excellent. I'd like to get your feedback. But heads... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the heads out of this conversation so I can holler at you uh, offline a little bit, but I want to thank everybody for joining us. Make sure you're visiting UGH contests. That's plural with a SU illiterate fucks. Dot bigcartel.com on your local interwebs. Twenty five bucks, less than a three point five gram bag of weed, which I know all you fucking rappers can afford. All right, you're going to get a triple MFD feature guaranteed in your fucking hand for you to sell, trade, barter with, offer as a fucking uh, sacrifice to the gods, whatever. You're going to get the opportunity to potentially appear on a track with Eastside Hosen Money, the father of motherfucking acid rap. You're going to get the opportunity to be the third piece of an RTW family track called Fly featuring Dynasty and his son and that fourth track, you're going to get the opportunity to potentially be engraved in the tablets of underground history. And I'm not fucking overselling it. Until the next time, keep an eye right here on my channel. I might actually do a whole video of me reacting to other people's shit. And I won't even talk too much trash. 
Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that might be funny. But keep an eye right here for more UGH 69 contest-related content. Make sure you're checking Dynasty the Mexican Thuggalo out on all your local social medias. I know on Instagram it's Your Mexican Thuggalo. I'm sure if you type in Dynasty, D-I-E-N-A-S-T-Y, I'm sure you're probably one of the first, if not the first, to come up on Facebook. He goes live a lot. His lives are in like super definition 8K. I don't know what camera he's using, but apparently he's using the dopest camera alive. You're that, yeah, your shit, dog. Your shit makes my shit look like it's done in crayon because your shit is in ultra 8K, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You know, when you can smoke that HD, you can, uh, yeah. you can anything you need. <laughs> but yo, man, I appreciate you stopping by, Heads. Till next time, I'm Chuck Reeves, Beast Toast. That's Dying Nasty. He's the Mexican Thuggalo. And the beard yep. has spoken. This episode of The Beard Speaks in damn near every single thing the Beast Host touches is brought to you by Beard Love. Visit mybeardlove.com today for their fine selection and assortment of beard oils, beard washes, and beard balms in a variety of motherfucking fragrances. Just look at this crazy ass shit here. 16 inches and growing. All with the help of Beard Love. They got a scent out there to fit almost every situation, every mood, and every fucking beard. MyBeardLove.com